0: Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Keep up to date with all the latest news during the off-season every Friday on this show. Even though there's no races, he's still at the back of the field, so let's give it up for our host, Vanilla Wafers! What's up everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. Just two weeks away before we see NASCAR racing once again and it's going to be at the LA Coliseum. I can't wait for that race. Hopefully you guys got your tickets or are going to be at the very least watching the event because it's going to be absolutely crazy. I I honestly can't wait. I already got my plane ticket. We're setting up our hotels and we're just going to have a blast down there. So hopefully I can see some of you guys there it's gonna be absolutely fun but this week we got some pretty interesting news in both the cup series and the x series not too much in the truck series unfortunately we're gonna have to skip that one this week but I think the biggest bit of news that we're gonna be covering on is in the cup series because a team that we thought never existed, and it was just a meme, may actually be in the Daytona 500. I can't wait to talk about that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. So let's just dive into it. Let's roll into the Xfinity series as we look at this week's news in the NASCAR racing world. Alright, let's first start off with a smaller team here in the Xfinity Series, RSS Racing. Now, we just heard the news that they were going to be expanding to a two-car team with one car running full-time, which was going to be where Ryan Sieg was going to be in the number 39 machine, but they were also going to run the number 38 as well. Well, they just made an announcement that they're going to have a returning driver run at least 14 races with the team, and that is CJ McLaughlin. If you do not know who CJ McLaughlin is, he has ran for this team in the last... Last couple of years um, in 2019 and 2020, he used to mostly drive the number 93 machine for a handful of races. He's doing that once again in the 2022 season, this time returning to his old team. Last year, he raced for MBM Motorsports as well as Mike Harmon Racing with honestly little to no luck. But to see him get another opportunity is actually really great. I did not think we were going to see him grab another opportunity here with RSS Racing. His first attempt will be at Daytona International Speedway. The rest of his schedule will be released at a later date. But CJ McLaughlin returning back to the x Series to run at least 14 races with RSS Racing. <laughs> An Announcement for another return here. This is going to be regarding JD Motorsports and their number six machine. Ryan Vargas is going to be competing for his second year in a row with JD Motorsports. I was really thankful to see Ryan Vargas return to this team because if you've ever seen him on social media, he's an absolute great guy. He's someone that the fans can really back up and he shows how much he loves being in the sport. And it looks like JD Motorsports is going to sign him back on for another year, which is great. It's going to be a full Full season. Last season, he was supposed to do that, but he only ran 29 out of the 33 races. Let's hope he can make every single one. Last year, his best finish was 14th at Atlanta Motor Speedway in July. He's hoping to get them a few more top 15s or even top 10s this year. Again, JD Motorsports may not be one of the strongest teams, but if you get another opportunity in the Xfinity Series, that's always a great deal. So, Ryan Vargas returning back to JD Motorsports in the number 6 machine for 2022. <laughs> The small teams were just making a bunch of announcements this week because let's now talk about B.J. McLeod Motorsports. B.J. McLeod Motorsports has made the news here the last couple of weeks with driver announcements. Well, they have another announcement here regarding another driver, and that is Matt Mills. Matt Mills has been driving the number five machine for this team for the last couple of years, and he's going to continue to do so because he just made the announcement that he will be returning to the number five machine for B.J. McLeod Motorsports. Last year was an all-right year for for him. He had a couple of top 20s, nothing really too huge for the team. He's hoping to get a little bit more success here in the 2022 season. I'm hoping so. I mean, he did get a good finish at Daytona at the first race of the season, as well as Michigan. Now, it is worth noting that last season was one of his worst seasons. His average finish was 28.3, so he definitely has to pick it up from last year. I, I think he can do it definitely when you have that consistency going with a team that you can always develop that relationship to be stronger. We've also seen it work the other way where drivers just absolutely fall apart staying with a team for too long. Either way, Matt Mills will stay with this team and he will be joining Josh Williams as well as Stefan Parsons as the primary drivers for BJ McLeod Motorsports for the 2022 season. <laughs> Now let's talk about a truck series driver who's going to be making some selected runs here in the x Series. Rafael Lazard is going to make a select start for SQR Development in the x fandy Series. This will be his inaugural debut in the x Fandy Series and his first start in a NASCAR sanctioned race since the Kansas race in 2021 After he was let go due to sponsorship issues with GMS Racing. Now he gets a call up from this team that just started. Um, They made the announcement a couple weeks ago that they were forming a team down here in the Xfinity Series. As a number 87 car. And they bought chassis from Joe Gibbs Racing. And Rafael Lazard, if you do remember, he did race with Kyle Busch Motorsports in 2020. And had some fairly decent results. I mean, he got a victory at Talladega. His first start is going to be at Daytona, which is a super speedway similar to Talladega. Let's see what Rafael Lazard. Lazard can do with this team I think it's a good step for this team to kind of take a gamble on a driver that has shown some success in the past in the truck series now they didn't state how many races he's going to run um, the only thing that is for sure is his selected races so more than one I think it's mostly going to depend on sponsorship because right now I do believe the team is looking at about 10 races for this season and is Rafael Lazard going to be in all of them we shall see it just honestly depends on sponsorship but either way how about a truck series driver making his expandy series debut with a team making also their expandy series debut Let's do some sponsorship announcements here for a couple of these teams. Let's first start off with our motorsports. So we just got the news a couple of weeks ago that Jeb Burton was going to be joining the team and driving the number 27 car. Well, now he's got an announcement for a sponsorship that he's going to have with the team, and that is going to be State Water Heaters. If you're familiar with this sponsor, this sponsor used to uh, be a partner with Ward Burton, Jeb Burton's father, um, and back in the Cup Series back in 2007. Now we get to see that orange and black machine again. It looks like they've signed a multi-race contract um and they will be debuting at the season opener at Daytona also a bit of sponsorship announcement let's also go to Ryan Ellis who's going to be the driver of the number 45 machine for Alpha Prime Racing they made the announcement that they're going to be having a sponsorship at Talladega and it's going to be a heartbeat hot sauce I don't know man every time I see a hot sauce sponsor I always get a little worried I'm like oh gosh is it going to be like Tabasco hot sauce back in 1998 but this is only going to be a one race deal and it's going to be at Talladega it's the Uh, Hot Sauce is brand's first time sponsoring in NASCAR, so hopefully Brian Ellis can put on a good showing for this sponsorship, and maybe they'll sign on for even more races, and then Coble Enterprises is going to be joining Timmy Hill for the season opener at Daytona. That's big news for Timmy Hill as well as MBM Motorsports to have a primary sponsor for the season opener. Hopefully they can make the race, and hopefully they can bring the sponsorship a good finish there at the season opener at Daytona. Now it is time to move on into the Cup Series and see what bit of news has came about this week. Let's first start off with the track news of LA Coliseum as they have just made their announcement on who's going to perform during the race break at the Bush Light Clash and that is going to be none other than Ice Cube. Out of all the people who could have been performing during the race break, I did not expect Ice Cube to be the one performing during that time. This is absolutely crazy. Uh, Pitbull has already per- said he's going to perform a 45-minute co- uh, concert before the 150-lap main event. I mean, this race is just going to be absolutely crazy for anybody who goes to it because not only are they going to see Pitbull, they're now going to see Ice Cube as well. <laughs> And then let's do some sponsorship announcements here in the Cup Series. Let's first start off with Live Fast Motorsports. Looks like they've increased their partnership into 2022 with Motorsports Games. That's the same Motorsports Games who uh, provided the NASCAR race from this year. And let me tell you, that uh, bit of gaming was absolute crap. So I mean, their products may not be the best, but still, they're going to be providing sponsorship once again for Live Fast Motorsports in the 2022 season. We also got a big sponsorship announcement for Henrik Motorsports with Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman said they have signed a three-year agreement all the way through 2024 that Day Chaser will feature on the fire suit of Bowman and his number 48 pit crew members. It's kind of interesting that they pinpointed those spots as where the sponsorship is going to be. It looks like it's not going to be on the car, so a little bit bummed out from that, but you know what? Maybe if we see Alex Bowman win a race, maybe we're going to be seeing the team get drunk off a day chaser cocktails. Who knows? That's going to be a little bit different to see there in victory lane. Richard Childress Racing also makes an announcement here with Austin Dillon in the number three having a multi-race partnership deal with True Velocity Ammo. With their first sponsorship on the car going to be at The Clash. And the last bit of sponsored news here was going to go to Corey LaJoy in the number seven machine of Spire Motorsports, and that is that um, Schulter Systems is going to be back on the car for seven races in the 2022 season, beginning at Las Vegas Motor Speedway on March (laughs) 6th. All right, now, this has been the bit of news that I have really wanted to talk about because I did not expect this to come out at all. We've been making jokes about it this whole time. We've been hearing, oh, they've made a website. It's really, really cool. Their number's going to be 50. That's great but we haven't really seen anything else as far as them making a big announcement that they are going to be running a race until january 19th where the money team is looking to enter into the 2022 daytona 500 will we finally see this phantom car I'm really not sure, because I want to see the meme keep on going, when will this team come to the sport, but they actually got a big announcement on who their driver's going to be for the Daytona 500, and that's going to be Kaz Grala. Apparently, the team has secured a next-gen car, as well as a sponsor for the race, so if this is all true, we may finally see the money racing team make an attempt at a race, and what a race to do it at, the Daytona 500. <laughs> Now how about this for crazy bit of news. This is regarding Kyle Busch. So you guys are well aware from, from last week that M&M's is going to be leaving NASCAR After the 2022 season, it's a big heartbreak for a lot of people, but now this is going to lead to the next big question where is Kyle Busch going to go after the 2022 season? I did not even think about that, but it looks like as the company is going to exit, they don't have a sponsorship lined up for Kyle Busch at this time, which means they may not be able to run that number 18 machine with Kyle Busch in it. I I really don't know where we would see Kyle Busch outside of the number 18 machine. He said he he would love to stay with Joe Gibbs Racing past the 2022 season, but if they don't have sponsorships lined up, Kyle Bush may be moving on to another team. How about that already for 2023 Silly Season News? I mean, uh, hopefully Kyle Busch stays in the number 18 car. That's where he's had his most success. I mean, he was at Rick Henrik at first, but honestly, there was just not enough room for that much talent there when he was racing over there. Once he moved on over to Joe Gibbs Racing, the the flip just switched for Kyle Busch, so this is a great fit for him. Let's, Let's hope that he can get a sponsorship because, honestly, Joe Gibbs Racing is a great fit for Kyle Busch, but there is potential that Kyle Busch could be leaving joe gibbs racing at the end of the 2022 season <laughs> now some news regarding collig racing and their entry for the daytona 500 now they've made the announcement that they were going to have three drivers run that number 16 machine it was going to be aj almond daniel henrik as well as noah gregston so big announcement right there but the question was who was going to run at the daytona 500 many people were thinking that it was going to be aj Almonddigger uh, just due to the fact that he has a lot of cup series experience uh everyone knew that noah Gregson was going to go to the number 62 machine they made that announcement back in july that they were going to run that race or something like that it was super early but they have made the announcement that it's going to be daniel hemrick going to be racing the number 16 machine For the Daytona 500. He will be joining his partner, Justin Haley, who's driving the number 31 machine. They are already locked in due to the fact that they both have charters, so there's no fear of missing out on the race. But Daniel Hemrick, now coming back into the Cup Series, is already big news in itself. But how about the Daytona 500, a racetrack where he has seen a little bit of success in the past? (laughs) And this could be, for many, the biggest bit of news that has came out of this week, and that is NASCAR Hall of Fame. Class of 2021 induction has been announced. So the inductees were Dale Earnhardt Jr., Red Farmer, and Mike Stefanik were the three people added on to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. You, you know what? A lot of people expected that, that Dale Earnhardt Jr. was going to be in the Hall of Fame. If you told me that you didn't see that one coming, you're you're crazy. I mean, he has multiple Daytona 500 wins. He's been a big advocate in trying to make safety a big priority in NASCAR. Owns one of the most successful Xfinity Series teams right now. I mean, it was a shoo-in that Dale Earnhardt Jr. was going to be in the hall of fame here eventually red farmer if you guys are not familiar with red farmer he is one of the members of the famous alabama gang and he is known as one of the greatest drivers in racing history i mean he was in in 1998 in the first 50 years of nascar he was named one of the 50 greatest drivers and as far as his win count goes they say it's in the 700s and he's still racing to this day at the age of 89 it's absolutely crazy yes not not much of his success came from the Cup series but you know what he's been so invested in the NASCAR for so many years it was only a matter of time before this great driver was gonna be introduced into the Hall of Fame of NASCAR and then lastly Mike Stefanik if you do not know who Mike Stefanik is all you gotta say is modified touring series that's where he absolutely dominated at there is only two drivers who who have won nine championships, and that is Richie Evans, who's already in the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and now Mike Stefanik. He is named one of the Modified Tour's 10th greatest drivers, and he holds the all-time record in wins, pulls, top fives, and top tens. So ladies and gentlemen, there is your inductees for the class of 2021. that will conclude the last bit of news here this week in the NASCAR racing world. Um, These videos are still being a little bit short, but I have a feeling after we get into the LA Coliseum race, we're not going to be suffering from that much longer. We just got to survive this offseason for just a couple more weeks, and we're right back into it with NASCAR Racing. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube. I'm at Vanilla Wafers where I'm trying to post um, multiple videos throughout the week. I'm trying to do big videos on Saturday and Sunday. I'm also out on TikTok where I post a video every single day. It's all NASCAR related. I've had tons of fun with that and it's actually growing really fast. I'm very impressed by that. So if you want to see some quick stories, maybe some interesting NASCAR facts or even just have a good laugh, check us out at Vanilla Wafers 44 on TikTok. And also don't forget to follow me on twitter usually i'm able to answer a lot of fans questions on there at a very quick pace that's where i mostly do my communication with the fans so you can follow me there at tylerv 33 or also you can look me up as uh the field filler podcast or vanilla wafers i pop up either way but above all guys thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest I have been able to fill up the last few remainments of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into Pit Road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.